morning good morning good morning good morning good morning if you haven't been here before welcome my name is erica brown this is the truth about god this is where we talk about the truths of god's character who he is how he is how he loves you how he feels about us right in the mighty name of jesus so um let me pray for you before we get into it. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we need you to inhabit this moment, Lord Jesus. We need you. I need you to speak through me, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I need you to speak words that I don't know to speak, Lord Jesus. I pray you would inhabit this moment, inhabit the speaker, inhabit the listeners, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray you help us and bless us to be patient, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And you would give me words of wisdom, Father God in the mighty name of Jesus, to speak to your children at this moment, in this season of their lives, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let this word connect with them, Lord Jesus, exactly where they are, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let this word rest, rule, and abide in them, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and let it be peace. Give them peace that surpasses understanding, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and please comfort them on every side, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, Peace be seen. Thank you, Lord. It's in your precious son, Jesus' name. Oh, and Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit. I pray that they would pay attention, that you would increase their attention span to pay attention to exactly what you're saying, how you're saying it, and how long you're saying it, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless them not to miss it for um, lack of attention. Thank you, Lord. Bless them to pay attention. Bless all of us to pay attention, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, to be patient and to take our time, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God, amen. Now, this morning, I want to talk to you guys. We're just talking. We're just talking. I got a scripture reference because God is good, but we're just talking. I want to talk to you guys about your gift and fanning into flame the gift that God has given you, the purpose that he's, you know, put you on the earth just to serve, right? The, to glorify the kingdom with. What does that look like? Now, when I first started being obedient and listening to what, just kind of paying attention to what my gift was, it took me a while to come to it. The things that I would do naturally, right? The things that I naturally do well. What are those things for you? Okay, for me, um, I am naturally a good listener. I'm naturally a person that people talk to very easily. I'm able to speak to people and give them inf information in a way that is uh, that they can receive and understand. I can, I'm, we have the gift of prayer. I have the gift of intercession, right? So when I started to speak, fan this, these gifts, I had to start using them in a bigger 
Jesus. I had to start using them in a broader context than just my friends and family. Okay, let me give you the scripture reference. Uh, it's 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. Okay, I'm going to read that to you one more time. It's 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. So whatever God is giving you, you have to work it. Think about flames. Think about embers. Think about if you've ever watched any of those survival shows, right? When they're trying to make fire, it's just a little spark in the beginning. It's so small. It's just a little smoke coming up off a little piece of wood, okay? And then they start blowing on it. And then as, as it gets more oxygen, the fire gets bigger. The flames get bigger. And then before long, it's a roaring fly, fly, blah, blah, blah. Y'all know. These are words sometimes are hard for me. It is a roaring fire. There it is. <laughs> so the longer that you fan it, the bigger the fire gets. That's how our gifts are, okay? They start off, they're burning. They're there. It's a little fire to it, okay? But if you don't fan it, it's never going to be a roaring flame. It's just not. The scripture is saying it. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. What are your gifts? Okay? What comes naturally to you? What can you do so well, so easily, that you know is a gift from God, but you're not operating in it or doing anything with it to fan it into flame? Okay? Or you may be thinking, I don't even know where to begin. How do I begin to fan my gift in the flame? Eric Brown, tell me what to do. Okay, first things first, pray, intercede, ask the Holy Spirit. If you don't know even how to pray, if the thought of praying is daunting to you, ask God, ask, ask the Holy Spirit to pray for you. You can ask Jesus to intercede on your behalf. You can say, Jesus, this lady said, I need to fan my gift in the flame, but I don't know what that is. Jesus, I don't even know where to begin with my gifts. Will you just show me where my gifts are? Jesus, will you pray for me? Because I don't even know how to pray for myself. The thought of doing it feels overwhelming and daunting to me. Holy Spirit, will you intercede for me with groanings too deep for words? What have you put me on this earth to do? And when you tell me, how do I fan this gift, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus? How do I do that? easy like I'm, I'm saying easy peasy okay but that's how simple it is just to ask God what is it one two how do I fan it into flame let me give you my story okay when I first started going to church <laughs> consistently okay and I'm not saying that the only way you get saved is you got to go to church to get saved I'm not saying that but for me getting used to being around people and getting used to serving people, 
and getting used to helping people and being around other believers, it was very instrumental in my growth. And it is. Okay. So I started off in the children's ministry. I would, you know, serve the babies and me and my kids worked together in there and I loved it. Right. And then all of a sudden it was the shift. And now hindsight being what it is, I know it was God moving me because they moved our children's building. We got a bigger, better, nicer building, right? But when I got into it, I didn't feel like I belonged there anymore. So this lady in my church, she, you know, at that time they were signing up for different, um, you know, groups that you could serve on the church. And so I joined the prayer team, okay? This is all God's business. And when I joined the prayer team, I had to stand at the altar and pray for people. And I knew that I had the gift of prayer, but just praying for myself and my family, just praying for my friends, the gift, it was, I was fanning it a little bit doing that, but getting in front of that altar in front of people that I had never met, listening to their stories and, and being confident in the gift that God has given me that I can intercede for them and make a change in their life because of who God created me to be. I, that took some fanning. Okay. That took some fanning. So the more I did it, the more confident I got, the better I got at it. Okay. This like with anything else that you do, the more you do it, the better that you get at it. Okay. So I kept doing it. I kept praying. I kept serving. And the more I did that, that's when God started leading me to do this YouTube channel. And I did that. And then that was something else that God was fanning in me to just be able to teach people well, okay? He's given me that gift as well. And I didn't call it that when I was first explaining it to you. I didn't even think to say that, but um, teaching. So as I started doing more of that, I started fanning that, you know, this is me fanning fire, okay? So um, I started doing that and I got to become a better teacher and I got to become a better speaker because I'm a naturally introverted person so if I was going to develop those skills of teaching because in order to teach you have to speak you have to practice that right so that's what I started doing so this platform gave me an opportunity to start fanning my flame to become a better teacher right and so my next step whatever that looks like God will have me teaching um where people can ask me questions so I'll be a better communicator Okay, because it's one thing to communicate to the camera like I'm doing now. And it's another thing to communicate with people and they're engaging with you, you know, which is what I would love to do. So that is going to be fanned into flame. So now I have fire. Okay, it's not just embers. I have fire. Okay, but it took practice. It took deliberate. Um, it took deliberate action. It didn't just happen because. I read the scripture. I had to go do what the word told me to do. I had to get into Bible studies when I didn't want to go to them. Okay. I told you I'm a naturally introverted person. So it wasn't high on my list to go be joining women's Bible studies. But I listened to the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit told me to do it. Right. When he told me to go, I went. When he told me to stay, I stayed. So I kept fanning these flames. I kept working at it. I kept doing things that were going to mature my gift. That's what you have to do. Whatever it looks like, <clears throat> if the Lord has given you the gift of um, intercession, 
and praying for people. You're not going to ever get fan your flames if you're only praying for yourself. If you're only praying for your husband, your wife, your kids, your friends, you have to start praying for the kingdom. Okay. You have to start moving out of yourself and being, letting God expand you. Okay. That's also part of growth, letting God expand you. Okay. If you have the gift of ministry, you're a good, you're a good speaker. You're good. You know, so everybody don't have that gift of just standing in front of people, just speaking freely and not being afraid of crowds. That's a gift. Okay. That's a gift from God. If you have that, you can't grow it only doing plays in your house. Or You know what I'm saying? You have to get out and start fanning it so it'll get bigger, so it'll get stronger, so you can become all that God's called you to be. Okay. If you can sing. All right. I'm always talking about people who can sing because I just so always impressed by people who can sing. You're not going to get fanning your flames and glorifying God if all you sing is in the shower, okay? You have to get out. You have The, the scripture is saying it. For this reason, I remind you, I'm reminding you, fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. Anything that you have to do when you do it well is a gift of God. I don't care if you can cook, if you can clean real good, if you can um, work on cars, or if you're... Um, have a mechanical acumen like you can really uh, understand engineering real good like you can fix anything like MacGyver like it's people like that who can really just look at a problem and just fix it that's a gift from God if if you only fix your radio when it breaks how are you fanning that to be get to become a flame to glorify God it's something for you to do in the kingdom and I feel like it's my gift of encouragement as well God is Bless me to be a good encourager. And that's not prideful or conceited for me to say that. That's me acknowledging God has given me this gift to encourage people well. And what I'm always doing, I just noticed it when I, would, when I just said that. I'm always encouraging y'all to do what God called you to do, to be who God called you to be, to become who God called you to become. Because it's something that you have to offer in the kingdom because I need you. We need you. The kingdom of God needs you to do, be, and become whatever you are purposed to do, be, and become so you can glorify the kingdom of God. All right? I hear the Lord telling me to pray for you. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, help your children to understand what the will of God is for their lives, Lord Jesus. Give them the courage, Lord Jesus, and the strength to step out of their comfort zone, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and fan these gifts into flame, Lord Jesus, so we can see them, Lord, so they'll shine bright in your kingdom, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and that they will be careful, I pray, to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, because it is yours anyway, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forevermore. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God, amen. How you see me pray and how you see me move is because I fan that gift in the flame. I can do that because I, I do this, okay? I do this. I can pray, okay? And I'm not saying that to glorify myself. I'm saying it because it's true, because God has given me that gift, and then he put me in situations to fan it, to fan it.
Okay, he's put me, he's given me the gift and he's put me in situations to serve people where I can listen to him well and give them a different perspective than than they would have had before, right? I've allowed God to use me. You do the same. Allow God to use you. Allow God to fan that gift that you got. Don't hide it. Don't put that, ooh, come through Holy Spirit. You know what the Lord just reminded me of? The parable of the talents. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Now, why God? Why Jesus? Oh, Jesus! Why Jesus? Okay, so as soon as I said the parable of the talents, and I said, oh, let me find it real quick. Y'all was here. You heard me just say it. I flipped this Bible right on over immediately. It was already bookmarked. I didn't even know it. <laughs> uh, Matthew chapter 25, okay? And I'm just going to read it to you. Just go over it with, go over it with you, okay? We're going to get into it just real quick. The parable of the talents. And we're in Matthew chapter 25 and we're starting at verse 14. Okay. The parable of the talents. For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. That's us. Okay. This is Jesus. He's going. He went on a journey. He went back home to glory. Okay. And he entrusted us with his property, the gifts, the word of God. Okay the ministry, okay, the kingdom of heaven. He's entrusted these things to us, okay? To one, he gave five talents. To another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Some people got five talents. Some people can sing, dance, act, you know what I'm saying? Like they can do it all, okay? Some people got two talents. Some people can talk. Some people can, uh, you know, some people can speak. Some people can sing and that's it. That's all I can do. Okay. Some people got one talent. All I can do is pray. Okay. But whatever you got, you got something. Okay. God didn't leave you here empty handed. He gave you something. Okay. So, um, it says to one, he gave five, ta- five talents to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. So, he who had received the five talents went at once. He went and started working that thing out. Whatever God gave him, he started using it immediately, okay? He he who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made, made five talents more. He did some of what God uh, gave him, okay? So also, he who had the two talents made two talents more. He, had, he didn't have as much as the first person, but whatever he had, he made it shake, okay? But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. You had one thing that you could do real good, and instead of doing it, you went and sat down somewhere, okay? Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. After a while, the Lord came back. This is what it boils down to. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, who you delivered to me five talents, here... I have made five talents more. I did some of what you gave me. Okay, I invested it. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much, all right? Since you did what you, you worked what I gave you, you was faithful over a little bit, I'm gonna make you rule over much, okay? Enter into the joy of your master. Come in with me. Come in with your your savior. Come in with me. Enter into the joy of your master. Come on in with your father, okay? And he also who had the two talents came forward saying, 
Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here, I have made two talents more. I did something with what I had. I ain't have five talents, but I had two, and I made them two talents shake, okay? His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward saying, master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. The Lord ain't got time for that. Lord, do not have time for us being scared. I'm telling you, I was scared when I had to get on this YouTube. I was scared when I had to pray. I was scared when I had to be myself in the midst of a whole, you know, mix of people who was doing and being something totally different than how God had called me to be. It's scary to be different. It's scary to stand on your own two feet and be who God called you to be. But that wasn't going to be no excuse for me when I said, when I go and stand in front of Jesus' face. To say, oh, Lord, I was scared to do that because wasn't nobody else doing that. So I decided to either not do it at all or do it like how other people was doing it because I was scared to take my talent and do what you told me to do with it. So I went and put it in the ground. I can't do that. I got to answer for that. You have to answer for that. Anything that God has given you to do, any gifts that he's given you, any talents that he's given you, and he's not necessarily talents in this... Um, a talent was a monetary unit worth about 20 years wages for a laborer. Okay. So a talent was, was money. Okay. But I'm discussing it with you as your gift. Okay. Cause this is, it's a parable. I'm discussing it with you as your gift. Um, so the scripture says he also who had received the one talent came forward saying, master, I knew you to be a hard man reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid and I wouldn't hear your talent in the ground. Here, you have what is yours. You gave me something. I took it, but I didn't do nothing with what you gave me. Okay? This is what he pretty much telling the Lord. I didn't do nothing with what you gave me, but I kept it. I kept it safe, but I didn't do nothing with it. Okay? But his master answered, you wicked and slothful servant. And I know he was shocked. Like, what you mean? I didn't waste it. I didn't mess it up. I hid it. What you mean, wicked and slothful servant? I gave that to you to use. I gave it to you to spend. I didn't give it to you to hide it and put it in the ground. I gave it to you to use, okay? But his master answered him, you wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scatter no seed, okay? You knew how I was and you still hid it anyway? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And am I coming? I should have received what was my own with interest. Okay. Like if you would have just invested the money in somebody else, at least I would have came back with some interest. You ain't even do that. Okay. You ain't even show nobody else how to do what I taught you to do. Okay. So the talent from, so take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10, the 10 talents. Cause he going to do something with it. Okay. For to everyone who has will more be given and he will have abundance. Jesus, I hear the Lord telling me to pray for you. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, give your children wisdom and discernment and understanding of how this applies to their lives intimately. Father God, presently, today, in the mighty name of Jesus, help them to stop hiding their talent in the ground, Lord Jesus, whatever you've given them, whatever you've given us, bless us to use it, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, to glorify you, to glorify your kingdom, to bring souls home to you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, because it is important to you. It is important to you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that we use what we've been given to glorify you, 
Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So I pray that it would be important to us, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray peace will be still in our heart, mind, body, spirit, and souls, and that you will comfort us on every side, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Peace be still. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Thank you, Lord. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God, amen. You get into the scripture, and I'm in um, Matthew chapter 25, verse 29. For to everyone who has will more be given. And he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Um, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, help us to use what you've given us. Bless us not to be worthless servants. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, please protect us from being cast into outer darkness. Bless us not to placate ourselves or placate these gifts. Bless us to fan them in the flame, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless us to use them for your glory, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless us to shine bright in the midst of a crooked generation. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we are salt and we are light. And bless us to remember that today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And bless us to use what you didn't gave us. Bless us to use what you didn't gave us, Lord Jesus. Okay? Bless us to use it for your glory and our good. In the mighty name of Jesus, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Thank you, Lord. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray and ask it all, Father God, amen. Y'all. I pray that this message blessed you, helped you, and encouraged you and remind you whatever gift you got inside of, inside of you that came from heaven, whatever you do well, that's for the kingdom of God. And you can't sit on that. You got to fan it into flame. You got to use it. And it's never going to become a roaring fire if you don't fan it, if you don't use it, if you don't blow on it. Okay? Like, remember when I told you at the beginning of this video? When you watch these survival shows they have a little ember right and they're happy because they just got a little ember but then they start blowing on that thing so it become so it will become a huge roaring fire that's what we have to do with our gifts okay um i pray this message bless you helped you and encouraged you and if it did please like subscribe and comment below and i'll see you guys next time and have a wonderful weekend a wonderful rest of your week okay bye Okay.